0: Cam, what's going down, bro? What's going on, Cleve? You wonder. Oh man, you know I me. Mean. Man, setbacks uh, sometimes things happen to us. You know, uh what my Adam or Adam McVeigh. Cleveland, let's start this over. Cleveland, welcome to the show, man. It's week thirteen. As Sean McVeigh says, setbacks are an opportunity for a comeback. Just had a little setback over the past weekend, but we week coming back, Mr. Cleveland, stronger than ever, sir. This is week 13 of the Voice of the Fans. Thank you for your patience, man. How you doing, sir? Oh, man, doing fantastic, man. And, uh, you know, sorry for the setback, but, man,
1: we got a strong team here, man. We got to make sure that, uh, you know, we persevere through this.
0: Oh, yeah. We didn't have no choice, but, sir, um, we here, excuse me for the echo and the uh, extra voices here, but uh, we're trying to make it happen and what else we got going on. But, sir, this week, man, um, on Sunday, I was surprised. I had Cam Newton going into town, taking his boys on a roll, getting a victory in uh, the Century CenturyLink Stadium. Russell Wilson had uh, other ideas. And I tell you, the more and more I see this kid week after week, see this football team play, uh, Russell Wilson continues to play great football. And um, I don't think it's far-fetched to put him in the top five of the MVP race this season. What would you say and the fans of Seattle say about that, Mr. Football?
1: Wow, you know, it's, it, it, it's it's funny that you mentioned that, and it, it's good to get that outside perspective. Um, to be perfectly honest with you, um, I am on a, a, uh, a Twitter feed where the, the five of us talk about Russell Wilson almost every game. And there's one faction that says, wow, if he wants the big money, he needs to stop missing those big throws. There's another faction that says, hey, leave Russ alone. Let Russ do what he do. And in the end, you'll be happy with the results. So um, last year, I was definitely in the, hey, man, let Russ do what he do. And hey, man, he'll make miracles happen for you. You know, kind of the whole Allen Iverson kind of theory almost. Just a little bit more controlled. But this year, I have seen him miss some, some really, really like, wow, how did you miss that? If you, if you fancy yourself a top five quarterback, top five quarterbacks just don't miss those throws. So perhaps because we've been spoiled with what Russ has been able to do over the years, I would expect a little bit more at this stage in his you know, development, this stage in his career. But for me, the MVP list goes as such. Drew Brees, Todd Gurley, Patrick Mahomes, Jared Goff, Philip Rivers. So he's coming up
0: just a tad bit sure on the top 5 for me. Well, so, so how can you have two how can you have two players from one team on the MVP list? Because they're equally as valuable. They will they will get they will no, get equal
1: make, make a decision,
0: make a decision, make a no. make a decision. There's there's somebody, no there's no, there's, there's somebody, no can, somebody, somebody okay okay exactly.
1: okay. So I exactly. so, 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 so. haven't
0: been like in the top 5 Okay, I, and I don't think they ever should have been. I don't think Detroit Aikman was in an MVP race at all. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure of that. Um, I have to look deep in the in the pro football reference for that. I don't think Troy Aikman was ever in that consideration for okay. MVP. Okay. Okay. Um, so however, her, 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 however, her, however, let's let's stick with let's stick with that point. Let's stick with that same that very point. You want to you want to say, um, golf and Gurley are in the top five race. There's Correct. no there's no all, pro bowler on the Seattle Seahawks offensive team. So that there entail, tells you what this guy is doing on, by himself. There's no pro other pro bowler. So they're getting off with the assistance of another pro bowler, without a doubt, potential MVP player. This guy's getting off alone alone, hoping that they put, hoping that they stick in some glue and uh, a thread and super glue and duct tape together to get him enough time to get the ball off. That's what I see. That's what I see. That's what I look at. I'm seeing this week in, week out, week in, week out. I saw it in, saw it in London, saw it two weeks ago, saw it again last week that's what this guy does and anybody who's not recognizing that if he misses a pass here or there i mean come on what do you what, what do you what do you expect you expect the guy to go 100 percent? he's bringing you guys back every fourth quarter what do you expect there's I, I think i saw a list where there was 27 quarterbacks since russell wilson been the starting quarterback in the team he has 27 fourth quarter comebacks the next guy has 17 I mean, come on, it's not even close. So, here, so, so here's what I'm saying, Cam,
1: and, and understand me. I, I hear everything that you're saying. But when I look at the list of the top five, six, seven quarterbacks, I see some throws. Don't, I was like, they, they would never miss that. And not that badly. And not that badly.
0: Now, now run, of course, you, you, you he you puts have, the you team run, on his back in the fourth quarter. With with one yeah, timeout, two could've, minutes left, he'll he'll, he'll, break it down, down, and he'll could've bring right he'll bring right to the doorstep I'm of a victory. I'm gonna blow your theory away right now. I'm gonna blow your theory away right now. On your top seven list, you have Ben Roethlisberger somewhere on your top seven list. He just threw He just threw an idiotic interception the other day, and you're gonna give me oh he has two Super Bowls, so he's one of the fantastic ever. He it happens. It happens. You. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this alone. I'm not gonna argue about. It. I'm most surprised I'm having this argument with somebody up in the Pacific Northwest about Russell Wilson. I'm surprised. I'm very astonished. I'm having this, this, this debate. I with just them. said this right below what what you're saying. Uh, 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 I'm, uh, okay, okay. Again, so, 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 I, I'm gonna give you a week. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a week to sleep on the fact that you have in your top five MVP rankings you have two two players in the same backfield. Consider what Russell Wilson has in his backfield. And then let's have a true conversation. I'll give you a week to think about that.
1: The, right Ninja Chris Carson, 150 <laughs> yards,
0: a game, rushing. And, and will Chris Carson make the Pro Bowl? Exactly. Exactly. Let's move on. How about some Cowboys? Now, another team I'm surprised to say, we have to say, three games in a row. The addition of Amari Cooper kind of changes that also offensive scheme around. And you know what that does? That even helps the defense out a little bit. Well, what you got to say about the Cowboys? Well, I,
1: I, I hear the smugness in your voice, Cam. And don't, don't think that it didn't go unnoticed. Uh, you and Jerry Jones were our, I, was probably high-fiving for this show, huh? <laughs> as, as you've been saying for several weeks, no, nah, not too much for Amari Cooper. I was like, man. What is has Amari Cooper done? Oh, not too much. I mean, you know, given where they might be, if they do this or that, it all sounded like garbage nonsense. <laughs> came <out on>
0: Thanksgiving,
1: <laughs> came out on Thanksgiving and it was like, man, you need to talk to my boy Cam. You need to talk to my boy Jerry about this. Like, uh, yeah, I'm putting on a show, a performance for you. So, man. yeah, he's definitely rejuvenated the Cowboys and their offense. And let's not take away from Ezekiel's 121 yards. Uh, oh no, he starts to drink.
0: <clears throat> yeah. He Ezekiel starts to drink. Ezekiel starts to drink by far. But you need the you need the pieces around him to compliment him. And you see, now that they have Dak has a, a target and he can make some plays, you, you see what, what what happens out there. That's pretty impressive. Um I didn't I wasn't counting on what he we go six catches, uh 198 yards, whatever we went for. But it's very impressive to come around. But now when you come up in the box, you put eight in the box. There is another guy you have to go with, and since the since the uh, league has been infiltrated with some piss poor tackling, um, he has a chance to get out. He has a chance to get out on the uh, floor and really do some things. So it's it's surprising to see, but that's uh, that's really impressive um, what he's been able to do with the with the Cowboys since he got there. And uh, Jalen Ramsey. Mum's word over there, and, and we haven't heard anything from down there in uh, South, in Florida, North Florida, but south, of, south of the country, southeastern there from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, that's because J- Josh Allen shut him up with a TD, um, a W the other day. Uh, have you heard anything from anybody down there in Jacksonville?
1: I have not, and it, it, it's unfortunate. You never want to see a uh, a diva corner get humbled, and you know. In in slight defense of the diva corner of these days, you know, they're they're, they're following a broken model, you know, a, a broken blueprint. You know, back in the days when Deion Sanders and those guys were doing their thing, you know, it was a lot more physical. You were able to do a few more things. Even in the beginning of Richard Sherman's career, you were able to do a few more things. Patrick Peterson, for example. Jalen Ramsey, uh he's playing in an era where it's pass happy and, man, it's can only talk so much from what that position that you're playing, and you know, talking bad about you know Josh Allen and then having him light you up, yeah, it's humbling, and it's 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 sad to watch, you know, diva DBs
0: get humbled, but uh, it happened. Well, yeah, they're gonna come at you very often, and uh, but once you just talk, I mean, you gotta quit, you gotta keep talking. Why stop? But when when you just keep keep it up, and that and that's what I say. Even thing, when things don't happen, let's tell us why it ain't happening right. Tell us what's going on. Tell us what's the word. Blame it on your quarterback. Call him out for once. You called everybody else out. Call your quarterback out. Um, let's see what that happens. So whose side would you be on in a Baker uh, Baker Mayfield-Hugh Jackson saga? Uh, do you think that exchange should have been a little different from, or a little bit more welcoming from Mayfield's point of view? What do you think about that? Absolutely, but I think that he's been entitled
1: by the organization, by the organization making the decision to fire uh, the head coach and the offensive coordinator at the same time and just kind of, you know, you know, fly by the seat of their pants for the rest of the season and then reassess about which direction they want to go in. So that just gave him, you know, a lot of confidence, um, definitely a lot of leverage and control over, you know, the organization, and so... I don't think he really thought there would be any repercussions to what it is that he said. Obviously not being in the league even a full year yet. You probably shouldn't be saying that about people that are just, you know, trying to stay employed and get a job. And, you know, they're not always in control of where they go. It's part of the business. And it seems like he's just not understanding the business aspect of that and kind of taking his, you know, little win streak, uh,
0: you know, a little bit too much to heart, to be quite honest. Um, yeah, I think he, he's always been a little full of himself, and the, and it continues as you say. The the organization has empowered him in a sense, but yeah, I I think he's a little full of himself, and he's always been. And he's he he can play the position. He can throw the he can throw the seam routes. He can throw the out routes. He can throw the uh the post routes. He can throw he he can play the position. So, um, and he and he comes he brings a certain attitude. Uh, I wouldn't say swagger. is more of an attitude and a cockiness to the team that um, they they probably deserve or they probably need it. So credit to him. Kudos to him for uh, continuing to turn this thing around and get some Ws on the board and looking good while doing it. Um, uh, have we seen the last of Joe Flacco?
1: I don't think so. I mean, I think once Joe gets healthy and has a chance to kind of compete in training camp, um, I think he may be able to get his position back. So far, I mean, Lamar Jackson's shown to be very athletic and able to win the games that perhaps Joe Flacco would not have, given his skill set,
0: but still a uh, you know, support champion. So it's hard to see them typically. So, so you you see him coming back as a quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens?
1: I think the next three weeks will be very telling. I, I think if if the league gets a chance to, you know, again, like I always say, review the tape and figure Lamar Jackson out a little bit faster than say they were able to figure out Michael Vick back in the day. Then, Yes, but if they don't, and he has one of those, you know, aka Colin Kaepernick type spurts where he just does amazing things that other quarterbacks just really can't really do. Including your starting quarterback, Alex Smith, wants to go ahead and move along. Then, uh, yeah, he definitely can, he had played his last game in Baltimore.
0: Sound like a push to me. Um, it's looking like he has played the last game in in Baltimore. Um whether he's he's gonna be welcome to, to play for someone else. Um, that's another story. But it's looking like it's it is uh, he has seen his last days in Baltimore and it, it, you're right. The next few weeks will be very telling. Um but unless uh Jackson falls on his face, I, I think I think we've seen that. Um, we had some kind of competitive games this, this weekend. Do you think it was a better win for the Eagles this week, or a worse win for the worst loss for the Giants in that game that went,
1: went down to a field goal? I think it was a better win for the Eagles. I think they're more equipped for uh, the kind of roller coaster ride that will be uh, determining the champion of the NFC East. I don't think the Giants really had a legitimate chance to kind of, you know, somewhat rally the troops or, you know, whatever Odell Beckham Jr.'s, uh, you know, plan was to get into the playoffs. I didn't think that was realistic. I think the Eagles, if they can tweak a few things, they still have quite a bit of talent over there, you know, defending Super Bowl champions, so definitely a better win for them.
0: Well, I thought it was a very competitive game. Carson Wentz showed a lot of heart in coming back and bringing the team back. Um, the Eagles were down early. one, Barkley. First time I, I really sat down and watched him in the first quarter, first half of the game, he was putting it on the Eagles. Then all of a sudden, we didn't see anything from him. And that was kind of strange. But that was in the midst of uh, Carson Wentz's onslaught that brought him back. So credit Eagle for coming back, and I think this meant this win was better or bigger for them because it it helps them get closer to a playoff spot versus the Giants who when they did much for them either way. And I give you credit. You called the Broncos over the Steelers. So I'm assuming you're going to say it's a better win for the Broncos than a worse loss for the Steelers.
1: Uh, Absolutely. And
0: most notably
1: because the Steelers had a little bit more margin for error. The division that they play in, Uh, the Broncos are just trying to fight and claw their way to that kind of, that, you know, in the middle thing where there's like six or seven teams that, you know, any given Sunday can, you know, be a game up or, you know, two games back. So I think definitely better uh, win for the Broncos.
0: Okay. And then also the Vikings and the Packers, which came down to uh, another close game and the Packers <laughs> lose another close game. Um, was this a worse loss for the Packers or a better one for the Vikings? What do you think? Definitely a worse loss for the Packers. I mean, they were, you know, if you have
1: Aaron Rodgers, you always have, you know, a chance to win any game at any given time. So, you know, they were in this, in the same situation like, or a similar situation uh, a few years back. And they they rattled off the uh, you know, seven, eight wins to get into the playoffs. And they kind of were trying to, you know, kind of replicate that formula. But, it's it's all bad at this point. They're they're so far back that I mean, it would have to take a lot of attrition from a lot of other teams in front of them for them to even to you
0: know have any consideration of making the playoffs. So definitely a worse loss for the Packers. Yeah, the Packers are done. Yeah, good win for the Vikings. Get them as you say, kind of wake them up a little bit. Look like they look really good. Their defense was coming alive at the right time of the season. So I think it was a better win for the Vikings because the Packers are pretty much done for the season. We we'll want to talk about the LA News Observer um, paper. and give me great opportunity to um, share my insight and uh, with the fans and the people here in Southern California. Take a look at the LA News Observer website O-G-N-S-C They've uh, done a a revamping of the website, so it looks pretty sleek and and easy to follow along, easy to read. You'll get some good articles and topical content on the website, L.A. News Observer, OGNSC.com. All right, again, excuse the background noise, man, here at the... In the bowels at the Staples Center trying to do podcasts for week thirteen, sir. So um we just talked about or let's review real quickly once again and give you a lot of credit again, pat you on the back. Let's make make this brief because it doesn't happen very often. Sir, you had the this week you had some really great picks. Um I had Carolina, you had Seattle. I had Jacksonville. You had Buffalo. That was a good pick out of you. I had Cincinnati. You had Cleveland. Another great pick out of you, sir. Um, we both had Philadelphia. We both have San Francisco. I had Pittsburgh. You had Denver. Um, that was a great guess out of you, sir. Was that a guess, or did you have some inside knowledge or what?
1: Well, I mean, it was just you know, young Sam Rothstein doing his thing. You know, kind of really, kind of looking between the cracks to, you
0: know, kind of see things that other people just can't see. Well, if it wasn't for Ben Roethlis, Roethlisberger's touchdown, that game probably would have went a different way. So, uh, you know, let's not get young Sam, Sam too his chest pumped out too uh, far there. I'm sorry. But nonetheless, you did go. Uh, you did have a great week. Uh, went what uh, only lost two games, so good work Good work out of you, man. This week, what are you looking forward to come, seeing this week? We got the Saints and the Cowboys. That's one of the games I'm interested in seeing. The Vikings and the Patriots, another game I think it'd be pretty good. And then the Steelers, um, well, the Chargers against the aforementioned Steelers. Uh, I think it'd be another great game. What, are you, what games are you um, looking forward to seeing? Well, I'm really you're looking forward to seeing the uh the Saints and the Cowboys more
1: than than any other game, most likely. Um, Just want to see if they're able to keep their, you know, foot on the throat of the rest of the league and continue their dominance and, you know, their path to that number one seed. Uh, I I do think that the Browns and Texans is kind of an interesting game from a fan's perspective, uh, just to see, you know, what can really happen there, Um, given the way Baker Mayfield thinks it's now his, uh, you know, his team and his you know, his way or the highway, you know, or his attitude follow him or else, you know, so let's, let's see if he can back all that up. And then, you know, really, the really good game is the Chargers and the Steelers. Um, You know, this is, you know, quite possibly for that number two seed. So um, we'll see if the, uh, you know, Steelers can do their normal thing and kind of shake off the, uh, you know, looking ahead or, you know, getting too high on themselves, which I think it's really more than just getting too high on themselves and and see if uh, you know, the Chargers can, you know, continue to bring that high powered offense, you know, all the way uh, you know, to uh you know, Three Rivers.
0: Or Heinz Field, excuse me. Yeah, Heinz Field, I think it'll be uh I think it would be a, a great game to see and we'll see how things transpire. Um but yeah, I think that's a better the three as you mentioned. Um the Chargers and the Steelers would be the better of three. Browns and the Texans. Well, you're going to watch that just to see how Brown, how Mayfield does. Um, I guess there is a decent comparison would be a decent um, competition between Watson and Mayfield. You can make one if you want, but uh, yeah, that's you're you're only following Cleveland if you're if you're going to watch that game. Um, but some games some games we differ on. Uh word again be different. I have Denver over Cincinnati for some reason you got Cincinnati with a backup quarterback going to beat Denver. You think Denver is giving was a little their Super Bowl was last week or what? Well, you know, traveling and in addition I just don't think
1: that the uh you know Bengals are that 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 bad. Uh, AJ Green is coming back. That's a huge it's a huge boost. Um and yeah, I think there's a little bit of smoke and mirrors going over there in Denver, and um, you know maybe this new quarterback gives him a little bit of life, a little bit of juice,
0: you know. Oh, shot shot at uh, Andy the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton, huh? Well, you know sometimes you see a different voice. You know that, that's all I'm saying. No, no,
1: no shot. I'm disrespecting anybody, but sometimes you see a different voice. You know, another game
0: we didn't. Um... We didn't, or I didn't have on the list as a Monday night game, the Skins and the, the Skins and the Eagles. That is going to be a good game because both of them are already in playoff mode. And here, looking at the schedule, I see the Panthers and the Buccaneers, which should be another good game for teams that think they're trying to play for something. Um, just as that, a second look at the second look at the schedule here coming up this week. Uh, but that's the only game we differ on. Um, is the Denver and Cincinnati game. Um, other than that, we we agree on all the other games. Just looking at the schedule. Uh, so well, the actually, Patriots- hold, on, hold on,
1: hold on here. I I think that uh, I was looking at the uh, uh, Vikings uh, upsetting the Patriots.
0: Wait, do do I have some? Am I missing something? Oh yeah, you do have Vikings upsetting the Patriots. Okay, well we'll we'll see it. I believe it when it happens. Um, <laughs> I'll. I'll I'll be excited if it happens and I'll, I'll be rooting for the Vikings that day, but I'll believe it when it happens. So but uh, good good out of you, sir. But I noticed you didn't put them put the Vikings down on your confidence picks anywhere. I noticed that. Um because yeah, there were five other games that I felt a little bit more confident in. That's yeah. all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're you're more confident in the Seahawks. Uh yeah, I'm more confident in <laughs> the Seahawks being the forty ers than I am of the
1: Vikings uh, being the Patriots. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. I am going out on a limb a little bit. I'm yeah. just saying the Patriots haven't looked that great the last couple of games. Would you agree? I mean, they, they look a lot better with Gronk being back, but, I mean, do they look like they're
0: just ready to just slug it out with just anybody? Oh, no, but uh, I'm just saying, I'm just looking at your confidence base. If you were so high on them, and I don't know why you would attach any confidence numbers to them. But uh, your contenders or pretenders for this week, who who do you have as contenders or pretenders for in, in this week 13? Um, we talked about a couple of the teams I have. the we we're, While we're interested in seeing the Cowboys and the Saints tomorrow, because they are the Cowboys for real? Does uh, Mark Cooper mean that much to him? Have they turned a corner? And the skins, I want to see with the skins and the eagles that fight for the division. The mediocre champion of the of the two thousand eighteen season is the division east champion or the NFC East champion. And this fight out, this fight for that position is going to be pretty interesting between the Cowboy skins and eagles. So, who do you have listed as your contenders or cowboy between the Cowboy skins or eagles? Are all of those contenders, or who's your pretender out of the group?
1: Well, you know uh, that list was very interesting, but as far as I, I am very surprised that you didn't throw uh, the Indianapolis Colts and the Panthers into that. That, that, especially it being your guy. I mean, they're right on the precipice; they're right on the doorstep of, uh, you know, kind of you know getting you know into the uh, the confluence of what is the playoff race there. So,
0: well, we. We know if he gets into, if Andrew Luck gets in the playoffs, he, he's definitely a contender. We know that. So, but they, they, he start had a slow start. So the season, uh, I'm uh, again, I am a, biased, unbiased reporter, sir. And that doesn't oh, mean okay. like, and that doesn't mean I have to be so biased. See, otherwise, you'd be hearing me bitch about Andy, uh, Adam Gaysaw for 15 minutes. And um, we know that's not worth talking about. So I'm gonna keep it pushing. <laughs> Well, from that list, I
1: would have to say the Cowboys are probably the pretenders. I, I think they've been doing a lot of it with uh smoke and mirrors, but they've had some, you know, some very heroic performances from from Zeke uh, as well as Dak and you know the addition of your guy. So you know, at the same time I'm just not a big believer.
0: Okay. So I'd say that, that would be your pretenders. Well, what about the Ravens? Are the Ravens contenders or pretenders? I mean the the Ravens. They show you enough. They they surprise you. They kind of like the Chargers. I should have had the Chargers on this list as well. They have some good game. but well, they they'll feast on the young and famine, and then they they won't beat the good teams that they probably should be. What do you what do you think about the Ravens?
1: I'm gonna say at this point, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, contenders. Uh, the reason that I say that is because. They're right there in that same confluence. They're they're right there in the fray. So, you know, a win here or there makes a huge, significant difference. And I think that Lamar Jackson brings some energy, not necessarily experience, uh, not necessarily, you know, the best, you know, reader of defenses, you know, this early into his career. But he definitely gives him that other uh, dynamic with his legs and the team rallies around him. And my guy, uh, Gus Edwards, two Weeks in a row, back to back 100 yards. Yeah, all
0: right, I mean, you'll you take them. You <sighs> well, Mr. Cleavon, um, I want to thank you for your flexibility, sir. Uh, thank you for being able to make this recording early for me. Um, get out of here and uh, we're gonna call it a show this time. But I got everything locked in. Big guy, we're ready for next week. Uh, we may even have a guest host uh, and we'll let you know, know about that. Oh, man. Thank can, you. Can. Can't wait to make it happen talk soon. Thanks for your participation, big guy. Enjoy your week, and uh, we will talk soon. Have a great one. All I'll right. You too, man. Later. Later. Uh, talk to us about Euphoria, the brand. And you guys got some new stuff coming out. i seen on Instagram, IG. You guys got some new gear coming out?
1: Talk- uh, we, 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 Yeah, we definitely do. Uh, Definitely trying to represent ourselves as a cut above the rest, Um, you know, premium quality clothing line. So uh, this Christmas season, we're going to come out with some new things. Very excited about it. And hopefully everybody uh, has a chance to take an opportunity to take a look and, you know, let us know what they think.
0: Well, that sounds good. And where can they find Euphoria, the brand?
1: It is www.euphoria.com. U P H O
0: R I A, thebrand.com. Sounds good. I'll keep my eye out for my package, too. <laughs> it's on the way, my friend. I appreciate y'all. now that's what's good in
1: sports.